BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio automatically keeps out the sounds you don't want to hear so you can listen to your music and lowers your music to let in the sounds you do need to hear. Hi there. Hi, what can I get you? I'll have a strawberry mango coconut probiotic smoothie with wheatgrass. Anything else? Extra wheatgrass. Here you go. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Available on AirPods Pro second generation when enabled. You're listening to Comedy Central. Coming to you from New York City, the only city in America, it's The Daily Show. Tonight, will Trump tweet again? The latest in streaming. And Burner Boy. This is The Daily Show with Trevor Noah. Oh, man, you guys are fun. This is going to be great. we got a hot show for you tonight. Our guest is an international superstar, the Grammy-winning rapper and singer straight out of Nigeria. Burner Boy's joining us on the show. Plus, Roy Wood Jr. is going to bring us the traffic, and you will get an exclusive first look at the future of The Daily Show. Oh, man, I'm excited. So, let's do this, people. Let's jump straight into today's headlines. Let's kick things off with all of the continuing saga of Twitter and Elon Musk, right? Yesterday, the Tesla CEO and man who has definitely made love to a robot (laughs) officially purchased Twitter, setting off a wave of takes so hot they burned off my eyebrows and I had to draw them back on. Everyone was going crazy. Twitter is over. Twitter is back. Twitter killed Jeffrey Epstein. (laughs) But one of the biggest takes came from former Twitter CEO, Jack Dorsey, who gave Musk his stamp of approval saying, I trust his mission to extend the lights of consciousness. <laughs> and I'll be honest, people, I have no idea what that means. <laughs> yeah? But Jack's clearly on that billionaire speak, yeah. No, I, I feel like after you reach a certain net worth, you just start talking like a stoned Jedi, you know? <laughs> it's like, what do I want for lunch? My hunger cannot be satiated, for I crave justice. <laughs> so, turkey sandwich? Yeah, turkey sandwich? But all jokes aside, Jack Dorsey is a great guy, and I wish him a safe journey back to his home planet. Um, But not everyone is as chill. Yeah, a lot of Twitter users flat out said that they're gonna leave the site. That's how much they hate the idea of Elon Musk owning it. To which Elon replied, I hope that even my worst critics remain on Twitter, because that is what free speech means. Yeah, it was really beautiful, and I I hope that he means that. I really do. I mean, but don't forget, this is a guy who once personally canceled a blogger's Tesla order because of something they wrote about him. (laughs) 
So I'm just saying. Yeah. You know, he has nice intentions, but when you have the power to be petty on an epic scale, the temptation to do it can be really hard to resist. Yeah, I, I don't even blame him. I think it will happen to him. Like, if I bought Google, if I bought Google, you best believe I would abuse those autofills. Yeah. <laughs> especially, especially around, like, Emmy voting season. You'd be like, John Oliver would be like, children's wig collector? <laughs> Stephen Colbert, hit and run? <laughs> Trevor Noah, saves puppies. Hey. Uh, how did that happen? Me? No, oh, guys, no, oh. I just, yeah. I just had to, because Stephen Kobe hit the owner and then I had to, you know, just one of those things. But of course, the person everyone was waiting to hear from was the former king of Twitter, who would still be the king if the throne hadn't been stolen from him. I'm talking about Donald Jetski Trump. <laughs> You see, after getting kicked off of Twitter, Trump started his own service called Truth Social. But now that Elon owns Twitter, everyone wants to know if Trump will come back. And yesterday, the Tangerine Dream responded. Someone not on Twitter, Donald Trump. A little over a year ago, the former president was banned from the site, but even with new ownership, Trump told Fox News he will not rejoin and instead stick with his own social media platform. I am not going on Twitter. I am going to stay on Truth. I hope Elon buys Twitter because he'll make improvements to it and he is a good man, but I am going to be staying on Truth. President Trump this weekend, Saturday night at his rally, touting his social media platform, Truth Social and its plans to take on big tech censorship. Because of this digital tyranny, we had to give the American people their voice back by building something called Truth, Truth Central. Truth Social. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Did this guy just call Truth Social Truth Central? What was that? My man, you had one job. One job. It's your social media platform, and you messed up the name? It's almost like every time Trump speaks, his own mouth stages an insurrection. That's what happens inside there. But yeah, Trump insists that he is not going back to Twitter. He is going to stick with Troop SoCal, which um, so far has been a total bust. Apparently, the app only has 500,000 daily users. And to put it in perspective, Twitter, the thing that it's supposed to be replacing, has 217 million daily users. Yeah. So Truth Social is competition for Twitter, the same way that guy on the plane was competition for Mike Tyson. <laughs> also, it doesn't bode well that Trump himself has only posted on Truth Social one time, ever. Yeah, and that was two months ago. Think about how crazy that is. People, when he was on Twitter, Trump would send out like, what, 50 tweets every time he went to the bathroom, but now he hasn't posted in two months? I'm just saying, man, someone needs to get this guy some prune juice, stat. <laughs> He's in trouble. Now, apparently, th this has been an interesting part of the story. Apparently, a lot of Republicans are secretly thrilled if Trump would never come back to Twitter. Yeah, because they don't like the drama that he would create. And, and, and it makes sense. Do you remember? Do you remember what it was like when he was on Twitter, all right? He would say something. He'd tweet something random like, Congress should make it illegal to speak Spanish. 
And then all day, reporters would be tracking down Republican senators in the hallway. Remember, they'd chase them. They'd be like, do you agree with the president that it should be illegal to speak Spanish? And then the senators would have to come up with new ways to answer without answering, you know? Because you know, always those weird press conferences, remember, they, they had to evade the questions without angering Trump. It was always them in the hallways just being like inundated. Like the people would be like, uh, um, did, did I see what, what the president tweeted? Well, I, I have seen Twitter as a company, and I have seen the president as well. I, and I would love to comment on this particular tweet, but I'm about to eat this shrimp, which will give me a severe allergic reaction. Mm, mm. Sorry, I can't talk. I'm dying. I'm dying. Throat closing up. Thank you very much. No more comments. I'll be honest, though. The only reason I would want Trump back on Twitter, the only reason, is because I know, yes, it would probably lead to another term and it would destroy the country, but I just, I just really want to see his Wordle scores. <laughs> To see him, to see him every day being like, how could trunk shake child not be a word? I use it all the time. <laughs> all right, moving on. Let's talk about youth sports. It's how we teach young children to feel inferior from as young an age as possible. <laughs> there are a few components to youth sports, right? You need the coaches, um, you need the equipment, you need a McDonald's nearby for afterwards so you can immediately undo all of their exercise, and... <laughs> You need the jerseys to be sponsored by a local business like Joey's Dildo Emporium. <laughs> and one other thing you need, maybe the most important part, is a referee, which is starting to become a problem. Next, the bad behavior leading to a shortage of umpires and referees. It's kind of sad here. Youth sports leagues are having a hard time finding people to officiate games, and they say one reason gets the disrespect not from kids, but from parents and coaches. There's been a dramatic drop in refs across youth sports in all age groups nationwide. Based on early data, an estimated 30,000 high school referees have quit since 2018. And one of the reasons was abuse. Abuse and mistreatment by parents and players. Mistreatment like this. A Massachusetts referee punched on the ice by a youth hockey coach. And this unsuspecting referee plowed down on a California soccer field. God damn, flag on the play. Flag on the play. You see how wild those parents are? What are they selling at the concession stand? Meth? <laughs> what are you doing? When I see it, I don't blame the referees one bit for wanting no part of this. Of course they're gonna quit. It's completely unacceptable for parents to do that during their kid's game. Think about it, what lesson are you teaching your children, huh? That if a ref makes a bad call, it's okay for a parent to storm the field? No, kids need to learn to kick the ref's ass themselves. <laughs> yeah, you teach them self-reliance, come on, guys. And you know, to me, this feels like a, a wider trend in society. Like, I don't know if you guys have noticed, that people just feel like they're getting angrier recently. You know, passengers fighting flight attendants, road rage is at an all-time high. Like, instead of COVID tests, I feel like the government should be sending everyone edibles, you know? <laughs> yeah, and that way when parents run on the field, they'd be like, hey, ref, have you noticed that it's called a touchdown, but you don't have to, like, touch it down, man? <laughs> Dude, it's like, what? Bro. All right, let's move on to a story about the housing markets. Ever since the pandemic started, housing prices have been going through the roof. And even with the hole in the roof, people are still like, it's fine, we'll take it, we'll take it. <laughs> but if you really wanna know how high the demand for houses is right now, look no further than this listing. 
a house in Fairfax, Virginia, just sold for more than $800,000. And that comes with a stranger living in the basement. The listing agent told the New York Post, someone who had offered to clean the home years ago now lives in the basement without paying rent. And the seller is an elderly man in the hospital. His family can't afford to go through the eviction process. The agent says they received five cash offers in less than one week. What? Did they say a stranger in the basement? <laughs> so people are so desperate to get a house, they're even willing to be in the reboot of Parasite. This is what we're doing now. <laughs> no, for real, no, for real. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty certain, I'm pretty certain this is the first time that Zillow has a Zestimate for how long until the squatter murders you. <laughs> I will say this though, props to the squatter, yeah? No, because this is someone who knows commitment. They refused to leave to the point that the real estate agent had to include them in the tour. <laughs> you understand how wild that is? You've got a realtor just walking through the house like, as you can see, uh, we've got three beds, uh, two baths, yeah, one creep and a washer dryer. Very nice, very, I'm sorry, could you go back? Oh, the two beds? I know, right, yeah. Although knowing real estate agents, I bet when they listed the house, they didn't say the house had a squatter. They probably made it sound like a, like a feature, just being like, and in the basement, um, you'll find an unsolicited in-home companion. <laughs> Very in right now. Everyone wants one, everyone. Uh, but yeah, that's how crazy this housing market is right now. And think about it, that's what's happening in Virginia, by the way, Virginia. Yeah, New York is on another level. You wanna see real crazy? Come to New York. Yeah, here you pay $5,000 a month and you still have to share a futon with the clown from It. <laughs> hey, um, do, you, do you think maybe you could uh, close your eyes? Uh, you know, just, just, just a little bit, you know what, never mind, that's fine. They say you should wash your makeup before you sleep, you know. It's, it's, anyway, good night. <laughs> and finally, Finally, that movie's going straight to DVD. Very popular, very popular. <laughs> Finally, if you've ever tried to get work done in a coffee shop, you know that it's not easy to stay focused. You know, there's always people coming in and out. You've got to ignore the distracting conversations people are having, and you've got to pretend that you didn't burn the shit out of your mouth like a loser who's never drank coffee before. But now, in Japan, there's a new kind of cafe that'll help you stay on track. Well, writers under deadline go to Tokyo's Manuscript Writing Cafe with an understanding they can't leave until their work is done. Okay, and there is some prodding thrown in to make sure that they buckle down and finish. Customers, when they walk in, write down their names, writing goals, and the amount of time they need to finish. Then the cafe staff holds them accountable with three levels of progress checks, mild, normal, and hard. Customers who choose mild only get a verbal confirmation when they pay. Those who choose normal get a progress check every hour. And for those who decide to go hard on themselves, they will feel silent pressure from staff who will stand frequently <laughs> behind them. I say silent pressure? What is that? That has to be the most Japanese thing I've ever heard. Coffee shops where they shame you into being efficient. Yo, coffee shops are not about being efficient, all right? They're about spending an hour trying to figure out the difference between a scone and a biscuit. That's what it is. The difference is you can charge twice for a scone, yeah. But this attitude is why people in Japan are so stressed out, man. Constant pressure to be perfect. They don't need efficiency coffee shops in Japan. 
They need black barbershops. That's what they need. <laughs> yeah, people in Japan are stressed. If they had black barbershops, you wouldn't have that. You need a space where you can chill, spend time arguing about topics that don't matter, you know? Guys cutting your hair like, are you kidding me, Shinzo? Man, if Mothra was around today, Godzilla wouldn't be shit. Godzilla wouldn't be shit. Don't play around with Mothra, baby. <laughs> oh shit, I got your line all wrong there. My bad, man. You be all right, you be all right. Just wear a hat. Like, I'm not sure the Japanese approach of judging someone silently will work, especially not in America, you know? You know, here they, they should make it that if you don't finish your screenplay, one of those hockey parents shows up and beats the shit out of you. <laughs> Here's the only issue with this story, though. This, this Japanese coffee shop say they will help anyone become more efficient, but they don't want to know what you're working on. I feel like that could backfire badly, you know? Just like, have you finished your work? He's like, yes, my manifesto has been completed in record time. <laughs> like, what now? Yeah, let's do it. All right, that's it for the headlines, but before we go, let's check in on traffic with our very own Rowan Jr., everybody! What's going on, man? What's happening, man? What's going on? What's going on? You know, you know. It's good. Good to see you. That's right. You know. Progress is a process, but I'm out here like a pigeon at the bakery trying to get my bread up, man. I'm good, baby. Wow, I, I don't know what that means, but thank you, Roy. Yeah, now, real quick, before, before all of that, like, the thing with, with the, the coaching and the, the parents and attacking the referees yeah. and all of that, the issue is that if you want your kid, like, the problem is the parents being there at the game. You want your kid to be good. That's why you behave in that way. But we all know that the secret to your child being good at sports is to not be in their life. Just don't be present. Well, no, Roy, Roy you, that's neglect. No, no, that is, that is called preparation. It's called preparation to make your child better. Trevor, I don't want to get into the statistics, but the fewer parents you have in your life, the better you are at that sport. Everybody knows that. What? Bro, I was great at baseball. I was great at baseball, second grade. My mama came home and she told me that her and my daddy was getting back together. And I was like, well, that's it then. Because I'm not gonna be good at baseball if y'all gonna both be in my life. That's... You, you have to remove one of the, neglect is the real MVP, dog. I'm telling you, trust me. That's like, my, like my child, my child, I love my child. We both in his life, he ain't gonna be good at baseball. He played chess, he did a piano, he can speak another language, he is doomed. You can't even get a jump shot doing all that. You can't do that, man. And then also, with, this, um, with the whole Japanese thing, with the, with the cafe. Oh yeah, the, the coffee shop. You can't, like, if you want people to be efficient, you can't make them comfortable. That's part of the problem. You ever been in a cafe, it's free Wi-Fi, it's music, jazz music playing. They got the nice seats with the cushions. You don't want to get nothing. To, you, you ever ate dine-in at a fast food spot? Like, what do you mean, like a fast food spot? Like, like, like Popeyes or somewhere, like McDonald's. You ever just sat down in the dining at a fast food? You ever seen somebody getting work done at a fast food spot? Wait, wait, wait. You can sit down at a Popeyes? I wouldn't recommend it. You can. <laughs> you should probably get it to go. But like most of these places, a fast food spot is built to keep you from procrastinating. The chair's bolted to the floor. Ain't no cushion. You can't even recline in that thing. So you ready to get up out the door. The fewer seat, like you can get, you can get coffee at a gas station, right? Yeah, you can. Is there a chair at the gas station? No. No, there's not, because they want you to get your ass back out there and get to work. <laughs> why you, if you have a chair, you procrastinate. Why you think that, that, why you think they got that squatter in Virginia? Because they got chairs in that house. <laughs> if you had no chairs in that house, 
A squatter ain't nothing but a professional procrastinator. And you got a chair? Why you think that happened, man? So if they didn't have a chair in the house, you don't think that person would be there? Absolutely not. Huh. I'm an expert, man. Let's get to these roads. Let me ask you a question about this. Yeah. Why do I always have to do the traffic? Because it's always bad. It's always this shit. And then people associate that, but then you put my name to it, Roy with the traffic, Roy with the traffic. Then they associate me with that when what it should be is Roy with the traffic brought to you by Trevor Noah. It, you. No, 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 no. no. It's not, but it's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. Like, no one's hating you because of the traffic. You don't see the tweets that I get on a regular basis about this traffic. I don't appreciate that. Also, speaking of which, why don't I have a chair? <laughs> Well, because I want to inspire you to keep things moving. Oh, well, let me help you out then. Oh, oh wow. Oh, th thank you so much for that, Roy Wood Jr. All right, when we come back, we'll introduce you to a new streaming platform that should not exist. You don't want to miss it. What are you, what are you doing? BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Welcome back to The Daily Show. You know, I don't know if you've noticed, but these days, everyone has a streaming service. Disney has Disney Plus. Discovery has Discovery Plus. Even HGTV has HGTV Plus. Yeah, they have this really great show about the hideous third property brother that they keep hidden in the attic. <laughs> really fascinating. So, you know, we at The Daily Show decided, hey, we can burn through money too. Why don't we make our own streaming service that nobody asked for? And so people, brace yourselves for the launch of the most important streaming service this month, The Daily Show Plus Plus Plus. <laughs> Say hello to TDS Plus Plus Plus. All your favorite daily show personalities, stretched incredibly thin. 
For just $6.99 a month, or honestly, whatever you got, you get 36 extra hours a day of hastily conceived content. Enjoy shows like Roy Wood Jr. Reads The Economist While Snacking. Today I'm eating bunions and something's going on in Morocco. The Morning Commute with Michael Costa. Ah. Shot live from Michael Costa's bike helmet. Ah. Okay, so today on the show, we're probably gonna talk about the situation in Ukraine or, God damn, it's steep. God, ah, ah, taxi. The Stock Watch with Ronnie Chang. Okay, the Dow's at minus 22.4. Oh, now it's at minus 21.3. Now it's at minus 22.4 again. Desi Lydic, live from the Hill. Some stuff happened in Congress today, but I don't know what it is because that's a different Hill. And Dulce Sloan reviews CNN Plus. Damn, this is boring. Oh. Wait, is that Chris Wallace? Oh, this just got sick. Hey, can you keep it down? Shoot my new streaming show over here. And so much more premium content we just came up with like 10 minutes ago. Including Jordan Klepper Makes Coffee, Lewis Black Singing in the Shower, and the companion series, The Making of Lewis Black Singing in the Shower, Power Napping with Trevor, and The Rewind, where we just play The Daily Show backwards. TDS Plus Plus Plus. Surely someone will pay for this. There's Chris Wallace, my baby daddy. He don't know it yet. Oh, man, I... Oh, I, I've just been informed that in the time you were watching that promotional video, TDS++++ has been shut down. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna take a quick break to figure out what went wrong, but when we come back, international superstar, Burner Boy, is joining me on the show. You don't wanna miss it! Kaboom BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Welcome back 
back to The Daily Show. My guest tonight is Grammy Award-winning global superstar, Burner Boy. He's here to talk about becoming the first Nigerian artist to play and sell out Madison Square Garden. Please welcome Burner Boy! The man, the myth, the legend. Ah, I don't know about all that. <laughs> How you doing, my friend? It's been a long time, man. Yeah. Yeah, you've been conquering the world. The last time we spoke, we were just talking about how amazing your album was going. African Giant, it was killing it. People were loving it. It was blowing up all over the globe. I was talking about the Grammys, your future aspirations. Then the pandemic hit. You mm. produced an album in that pandemic, mm. and you went on to win your first Grammy. Congratulations, brother. <laughs> Congratulations. That's a, so let's, let's start with that. I was shocked to find out that you produced the album like on Zoom. I mean, you've got some of the <laughs> biggest features on there. You know, have got everybody from Chris Martin and you, you did this on Zoom? Yeah, technology. <laughs> but, but how do you know it's going well on Zoom? Like, I don't even know if someone's- You don't. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you hope for the best. <laughs> <laughs> was there ever a moment where you were recording something on Zoom, it sounded great, then you got it, then you were like, no, it doesn't sound no, it's not like you record the song on Zoom. It's not like Zoom has a recording studio. <laughs> man, I don't know, man. I don't know how Zoom works. No, it's like, so basically, you just have the laptop on in the studio yeah. with all the parties involved. And while, while we're making the music and stuff, and then, you know, everyone's like, okay, yeah, um, this is the song we have to choose. Right. We're going to choose this. You know, and then, yeah, it just worked out. <laughs> <laughs> I want to ask you about the artists, though. You know, one thing I've truly loved is how, like, Nigerian artists have taken Africa to the world. Man, you've blown up the continent. Everyone is now trying to emulate what Nigerian artists are creating. But, but surely Except there are... Except our government. Except... <laughs> are there artists that you dreamed of working with that you were shocked to be working with when you were working with them? Everyone, everyone on the, my last album was yeah. kind of, and the previous, like working with Angelique Kijo on the previous one, and then working with Yusun Dor. Like these are people like I watched on TV when I was in Pampers, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like so it's like seeing them in real life and actually making music with them and you know getting the love and, right. and all that. It's, it's sometimes it gets kind of weird because I'm like, ah, it's like my mom loves you. <laughs> <laughs> your, your mom, a lot of people may not know this, but your mom is your manager. Yeah. Yeah, Mama Burner crushes it, by the way. I love her. Love her to bits. <laughs> but, but, here's, but here's what I've always wondered, and it seems different. You know, in America, there's a culture of, they call them the momagers, you know? And it's like this idea, it's like if your parent is your manager, things always go wrong. On your side, it feels like it's gone the if exact opposite way. your parent is an American manager. <laughs> 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 Surely, was, was there not a part of you that was worried about having your mom be your manager? I mean, no, it's just like, it's, it's obviously, it's not, it's not all peaches and roses. Yeah. You get, <laughs> you get me, but it's a lot of food. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, that, that makes me happy enough. <laughs> You're the artist. Your mom is the manager. Technically, that's a power balance that has shifted over, but now she's your mom and she's an African mom, which means the power balance never shifts over. So, yeah, exactly. So, 
are there moments where your mom goes like, no, this is, this is how we're doing it and that's how we do it? Well, I mean, you know what she does now? Like, she used to do that and then she, that wouldn't work out for her because, you know, it's like, you get me? <laughs> <laughs> I like how you just get stoic. I'm not yeah, moving. Yeah, so exactly. So she figured out some other way. She would make me feel like it's my decision. <laughs> Mama Burner, you got your family with you. You, you, you tour with them, you're traveling around the world. Yo, can I just say congratulations as well on everything? I mean, selling out the O2 Arena in London, selling out, um, you know, the Forum in Hollywood. Now, the first Nigerian artist to ever sell out Madison Square Garden. And to play it as well. Well, you know one thing, you know one thing I always wondered, like, yeah? why, why, how come when it's me, they always point out the, the fact that I'm the first to do it, like, like the first that landed on the moon. <laughs> you feel you me? Got, you... It's like, why, why when rock bands perform in, in Tokyo and stuff, they don't say the first American rock band to perform in Tokyo? I think because they, they're surprised. There is an element of surprise, you know? But why? Because we've come a long way. Do you know how far Madison Square Garden is from Africa? Yeah, but like, do you know how far away Tokyo is for the for kids yeah, and? But, but you see, that's the thing. If you think about it, culture has for such a long time been defined by America, and so it makes sense in right, a way for people right. to go like, of course the music's going to go there, of course so the comedians are going to go there. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> but now think about it. Things are like to, to move to... on. <laughs> <laughs> but, but think about it, right? Yeah. For. For, for the world to change the way it has, I mean, you, you, you see Beyonce incorporating your music into her vibe. Do you get what I'm saying? These are big things that have never happened. And it's beautiful, like, everyone's, everyone's I mean, if I was it. her, I would incorporate my music into her vibe. <laughs> <laughs> you know, every time, when I love speaking to you, every time I see the biggest difference between Nigerians and almost every other African, is that like every other African has like a very, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's a very timid approach to life. Like literally, with, like if you say to like a South African, hey Trevor, you're doing well, how are things going? Then as a South African, my, my instinct to respond is like, ah, I'm trying, man. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm doing okay, I'm trying, you know? Like, you're like, lying. You see, you see, this is what I mean by Nigerians. This is what I mean. No, no, but this is what I mean. So, mm. and everywhere, you go to Kenya, everything. How, how are things? That's the thing, uh, we, no, we don't lie unless we want to scam you. <laughs> this is Nigerians. Niger I've never met a Nigerian who's gonna be like, no, I'm not killing it if they're killing it. They won't be like, yeah. So yeah. you think it's you think it's that? It's just like that's not something to lie about. It's like if you're in court and you're about to go to jail, you should lie. You get me? But like, <laughs> but if you're killing it, if you're killing it, like, you should be happy. <laughs> yeah. um, let's talk about the new album. I've noticed you've teased a few snippets from it. But you're doing that thing. Before we talk do. about that, let's talk about this. Why every time? This is the second time I come here. Yeah. You never offer me no drink. This, 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 like, you offer me chocolates here. and tea and and like what, what I'm you, like you, I'm Bugs Bunny or Teddy. <laughs> I need a want, drink, man. What do you want me to offer you? Things that people that look like me would. <laughs> 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 or maybe take maybe take these glasses off so you understand. So, so you see that I'm, I'm, I'm actually a real person that needs a drink. <laughs> you, you know what I, I love? I can always get you a drink. The only thing I have to remember is to switch out the things that happen because I'll get you the drink mm. and then I'll leave the drinks there. And then you find like, let's say like 
Kamala Harris comes to the show the next day, and then backstage, she's like, wow, I was getting turned. Um, what, what is your drink of choice? What would you like next? I'll make sure I get a few next time. What do you want? Man, I don't want to promote no one right now. Okay, but okay. You'll tell me that. Right, get me. But you want, so water is not for burner? No, water is definitely for me, but it's like, you know, when I'm, come, when I'm dressed like this. <laughs> make sure. Make sure we get burner. What else would you like? What else would you like backstage? Uh, well, I mean, I already got some weeds. I'm good. <laughs> this is what I love about. This is what I love about rolling with you. All right, now can we talk about the album? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Now that you've called me out for not offering you <laughs> stiff drinks. Very rude. I like how angry we're about the and chocolates. <laughs> how can you offer me chocolates? Chocolates, huh? man. Um, with pretzel. What's the what's the pretzel? <laughs> Like, what is the pretzel, right? <laughs> oh, man. Um, you've teased the album, but you've done that thing artists do where we don't know when it's coming, we don't know who's going to be. Like, I, I saw a snippet of you in the studio. I, I, saw, I saw Ed Sheeran. Yeah, man. And people lost their minds, so I was like, Ed Sheeran looks like he's going to be on the album, <laughs> but you won't tell it. When is the album coming out, Bruno? Ah. Uh... So now the Nigerian doesn't want to tell the truth. Okay. You see, that's the thing. I didn't say anything. Did oh, okay. So, so I didn't silence. lie. Silence. All right. Okay. Just, you know what? Just, I'll just give tell you, me about it. Tell nah, because you're my guy. Okay. You know, I won't, I won't let you down. Yeah. In front of all these people. Um, <laughs> okay. So, hmm, it's. I'll give you a hint. Yeah. It's gonna come out on a day everyone celebrates for themselves when it's their own day. All right. I don't know what that means, but uh, you see, I can, I, I feel it. Something deep for you to take home. <laughs> you just left me with a riddle that I've got to go and figure out now. Yeah. I'm like, is it a Friday? Is it a birthday? Is it a Sunday? Is it a Saturday? It depends on the day that you celebrate what you do. No, not what you do. You just celebrate. Everybody, it's like, it's not everybody in the world that has a job, you know? So it's like, nobody, okay. not everybody okay. has it, but this, everybody has it. So everybody has their day to celebrate. Okay, we're gonna figure this out, man. We're gonna figure this out. Burner Boy, everybody. Thank you so much for joining me on the show again, my dude. Good to have you, as always. I'll have a drink next time. Most definitely. You can catch Burner Boy at Madison Square Garden only if you have a ticket, because it's sold out one night in space on April 28th. We're gonna take a quick break, but we'll be right back after this. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. 
Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Well, that's our show for tonight. But before we go, I just wanted to remind you that nearly 4,000 homes have been destroyed and more than 40,000 people have been displaced by the floods and the mudslides in my home country, South Africa. Now, Gift of the Givers is an amazing South African organization that is helping on the ground to help those affected by these floods. So please, if you can help them in their work in any way, then donate at the link below. Until tomorrow, stay safe out there, and remember, stop beating up refs at your kids' games. (laughs) Just bribe them and everybody wins. Watch The Daily Show weeknights at 11, 10 Central on Comedy Central. And stream full episodes anytime on Paramount+. Plus. This has been a Comedy Central podcast. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.